Would you rather get knocked out or just in embarrassed chess? in chess? You guys are cutting like $250 million checks in the NBA right now. What a seatbelt unbuckled <laughs> by Kerry Johnson and a knockout! <laughs>
I mean, hilarious guy. Dude, amazing. You play for him in basketball. He's snapping clipboards. <laughs> like, I love playing you out. My favorite yeah. coach to play with, definitely yeah. by far. Uh, also, on the topic of Dookie, like, he was also not only our English teacher, basketball coach, but also, well, now he's the dean, right? I Yeah, I guess so. And now he, he also coached, uh, not coached, but uh, since he played under Greg Popovich, he um, scouted for the Spurs, right? Right. So I was at yeah. a Spurs Clippers game yesterday. Saw him there? I was hoping I did. I've seen him there before, which oh, was really? crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the Spurs are just so bad right now that. No, they're not, bro. The Spurs? They're horrible. Dude, they're, they're... trash. Can, he'll, he'll make it happen. Dude, they're no, like they the can't. last in the league. They're horrible. <laughs> what are you they? name one player on the Spurs? I, I was there and I still can't name a player on the Spurs. Nope. He's on the Hawks now. They got what's his name? Um, tall white boy. Uh, Jakob Pertle. Pertle. And then the other. Uh, Keldon Johnson's good. Who's 17? Who's number 17? 17. Other is white that, boy. Shooter. Uh, Doug McDermott. Mc, it's not, is it McDermott? McDermott's on the Spurs. He's a shooter. Maybe it's McDermott I'm thinking about then. Seven or 17, one of those numbers. I'm trying to think. I mean, they have some guys like Trey Jones, obviously Keldon Johnson, but then Devin their bench Vassell. comes in and you're like, who are these guys? Bro? So, you know, in 2K and like 2K12, they would have like the auto generated guys on the end of the bench, <laughs> just all the same face. You got a bald That's guy with a word on his face. <laughs> it was like, That's the Spurs in 2023. <laughs> and like, they're tall as shit, bro. Yeah. Like I was looking, I'm like, okay, the, the Clippers are like averaging what, like a six, 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 seven height. And then I'm like looking there, dude. I'm like, everyone's like seven yeah. feet tall. They're huge. Well, right. The Clippers, their whole thing is they of only like small forwards. Yeah. Their entire roster, they have one center, uh -huh. and then all small forwards. Which is their center is like seven one, right? Who yeah, he's it? good. Zubach. Zubach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zubach is good, but then it's just like Kawhi, Paul George, and twelve other small forwards. The other thing I was wondering is like, because John Wall wasn't playing yesterday, and like I'm like, these players are like always either like injured or taking yeah. like their breaks. And then uh my friend, our friend Mitchell was telling me he's like, they take breaks sometimes just to take breaks. Is that true? Like the all stars and stuff might just the league. It's been a huge problem for the league recently. It's Have called it? load management. Uh huh. It's kind of a joke. But, like, yeah, it's these players. And, honestly, for valid reasons sometimes, too. It's a long season, right? And also, think about it from the player standpoint, why would you want to play all 82 games? Right. When you're getting paid the same amount regardless, it's a flat rate salary, and you can take off 20 games a year, rest your body, rest for the playoffs. So is this allowed? It's, like, in the contracts? I mean, like... Not technically, but also if the team doctor says, oh, Kawhi has an ankle, he has a sore ankle today, mm. what's the league going to do? So They can't prove that. So they put it under an injury. Typically, yeah. It's just load management? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's why Kawhi, because I've been to, I went to another game too, and like I think Paul George wasn't playing. Yep. And I think Kawhi barely played, and then John Wall was playing most of the game, and then yesterday John Wall wasn't even playing. I mean, and to be fair, like a guy like Kawhi or, or you know John Wall, they've come off major injuries right. in the last two or three years, so they do kind of need to rest. But like, yeah, it is a problem. And their contracts stay the same; like they won't take a. If you get injured for the whole season, do you still get paid like your one hundred fifty million? If you're yep, there's definitely like injury, you know, medical uh, insurance on these contracts. You know what's funny? Speaking of the Spurs, it's their fault. It's Greg Popovich's fault because back in the Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili era, when those guys were getting older and they wanted to rest for the playoffs, they would sit those guys. So actually, funny story, I think my third NBA game ever, I was like, you know, 12 years old, living in Washington, D.C. My parents came to me one day like, we're going to a Spurs Wizards game. I was like, oh, you're a Wizards fan. I I'm a Wizards that. fan. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know. 
raised in the DMV, you know, in the DMV. And we're like, we're going to a Spurs Wizards game. And I'm like, great. I get to see like Tim Duncan, t- Tony Parker, Manu get to the game. None of them are They're playing. all sitting? They're all sitting because it was the Wizards. It was an easy win that oh, they could sit those damn. guys and still have a chance to win. But yeah, it is the Spurs' fault. They started load management. I didn't even think about it as like a fan's perspective. That's like, if you're paying that much money and like you don't know until you get there. Right. They a, don't, do they announce? Do they not announce? I mean, you can't announce it if you don't know like the, in that game, right? Because if they're just sitting them. At all. And why would they? They, they don't want the other team to know. Right. Because then the other team would prepare for the other players. It's wow. a strategic play too. Wow. So I wonder like, like the, we were talking about like the Spurs being so bad right now. And like, do they not like, they know they're not in the playoffs, but I heard there's a new form of making the playoffs now, right? Like it's not top eight teams. It must like, or top six make it and then the rest yep. have to like play for the spot or what is that so in an effort to battle tanking right which is just like a team purposefully losing right so they can get a better draft pick the nba two years ago and like implemented a play-in tournament mm-hmm. which is basically like you said top six teams are just they're in they're locked and loaded into the playoffs and then the next four teams in each conference have to play like a basically a single elimination tournament to determine the last two spots is this the first year they're doing that? No, I think this is the third year. Oh, so it's already happened? Yep, it's already happened. So does any team past that have a chance, technically? Yeah. If you're top 10 in your conference, you have a chance. So how do you? there's no tanking anymore to try to get a better draft well, No, there still is because we have the Spurs. It, what it's kind of done, it's almost like removed the middle tier of teams uh-huh. that like, oh, we don't know if we want to tank or if we want to be good. Yeah. Because now it's just you have to decide, right? Right, right, right? And because, you know, two-thirds of the league now, there are 30 teams. If 20 of them make at least the play-in, mm-hmm. that's like two-thirds of the NBA is a playoff team. Right. Compare that to, you know, football where it's, what, uh, I think it was 12 teams this year out of 32. Right. I mean, that's almost a third. So basically, to your point, yeah, there is still tanking, especially this year because there's this guy, Victor Wimbanyama. I don't know if you've heard of this no. dude. He's like seven foot five from France. What team? He's he plays in France. Oh, he plays in France. Okay. Plays in France. Seven foot five. He you know moves and shoots like Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. He dribbles almost like Kyrie Irving, and he plays defense like Does everyone want him right now. Everybody wants him. <laughs> so that's why you have teams like the Spurs rolling out dudes that you've never seen before. Wow. So they can lose and get the best chance possible to draft this guy. Oh, that's crazy, dude. You could tell like. Yeah. The coaches aren't even even really into the game or anything like that. They're just kind of sitting back. Like you've seen clips of Popovich like in the right. past, like up there screaming, yelling, like trying to like get games. Yesterday he was there just sitting on the bench, just kind of like chilling, like yeah. going, all right, you go in, you go. I'm like, oh damn, they really don't care. That sucks. Just like, put Popovich in. <laughs> He'll help them get women Dude, I was looking at Pop. I'm like, damn, this guy's like taller than half the team. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Honestly. So how do like a lot of teams are like stacked right now. Like, there's a lot of stack. I mean, the Lakers are low key stacked too, but like, they're playing awful. Yeah. Like, what like how what determines like teams winning now? Because it's like I look at these teams like Paul George, Kawhi on the Clippers, right? Like, that's like an All Star kind of duo. And then oh, you yeah. got like the the Warriors are sucking right now, right? Like, right. Wh- why? Like, what what like determines this? Because like back in the day, it was like if you have three solid players, you're winning the championship. Right. 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 You get three guys, you're good to go. Yeah. No, I mean, there's just so much talent in the NBA right now because part of it is just basketball has exploded at the youth level. Everyone wants to play basketball. And even if you think about it, you know, if you're a 10, 12-year-old and you're like choosing your sport nowadays, why would you go play football? And look, I'm a huge NFL guy, but why would you go play football, risk brain injuries, 
you know, it's harder to make the league. They get paid less, less guaranteed money in oh, the is contracts. That real? It's all real. When you can go play basketball and make and like you guys are cutting like $250 million checks in the NBA right now, right? Like wow. Bradley Beal is not even a top 30 dude in the NBA. He's getting paid 50 million a year on the court only. Think about his shoe deal. Think about all the like uh, endorsements he makes. So it's just like, it makes sense for youth athletes nowadays to play basketball. And that's just kind of like filtered its way into the NBA. So we have so much talent. So yeah, now you can be the Clippers, have Kawhi and Paul George, and they're fighting for the playoffs. And it's also it's also interesting because the NBA is thinking about expanding. Mm-hmm. So for the first time since I think the early 2000s, they're thinking of bringing on two more teams just to disperse the talent. Where? Seattle and Vegas. Really? Yeah. So they used to have the Supersonics, right? Used to have the Supersonics. And now they want another team? Bring them back. And then Vegas. Vegas is expanding everything. So Everything. The sense. sports betting market. Huge entertainment capital. Yeah. Wow. So how do, like, if they're going to start a team, how do they go about that? Well... Honestly, I mean, you got to ask a lawyer, but like, how do you like, where do these players come from? Like, do so, they like, yeah, the actual basketball of it is you do an expansion draft. This is fun. This is like totally like straight out of 2K expansion draft. Like this could happen anytime. Or does it happen when the draft is happening? It happens. It's a good question. I would imagine it happens right before the draft after mm-hmm. the season. Okay. But basically every other team in the NBA has to, I believe, elect 10 guys on their team that are available. So okay. you're allowed to protect, you know, your two or three best players. Uh-huh. So for, you know, for again, for the Clippers, we they'd be like, you can't have Kawhi, you can't have Paul George. Okay, okay. Everyone else, though, is available. And then the two expansion teams or the one expansion team goes team to team and drafts one player they want to steal from every team. Oh. And shit. that's how they build their roster. So then you're going to have a pretty, like, shitty team, right? To yeah. start. And then you just got to start. But that's pretty cool, though. That like... That's interesting. So, yeah, how many players can you hold if you're like a team? I want to say it's. Someone should fact check me on this. Someone in the comments, but I think three, two or three. Okay. Maybe it's six. I don't know. And they literally have free choice of anyone. Free do choice of anyone the else. They're getting right now, or how does? That oh, work? that's a good question. Honestly, probably yeah. They can't just bring on every big contract. Right. They'd be right, paying right. too much. And how does the money work in terms of? Is it like uh? What's the sports fantasy or something where you get like a certain budget or something right. like that? I mean, in the NBA, for example, there is like a salary cap, uh-huh. which you have to stay under. Otherwise, you start paying like tax. So which oh, is really which is interesting. So you mentioned like the Warriors are stacked or, you know, the Clippers are stacked. They're paying absurd amounts of money in, uh-huh. in like tax. So, you know, the Warriors owner is paying like, I think it's like $150 million out of his own pocket. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. To hold, keep that team Just going? to keep the team together. Right. <laughs> Which is crazy. And then there's teams that aren't that great that just aren't paying anything or something? Or just smaller market. They don't bring in as much revenue. Uh-huh. So a team like, you know, the Sacramento Kings, like, they don't have as big of a fan base. Right. Right? They don't have many, you know, don't sell as many tickets, don't sell as many jerseys. And so, therefore, they bring in less revenue. So whoever their owner is just doesn't want to, isn't willing to spend as much. Right. Wow. So I didn't know the owners played this big of a role in this. They do. Okay. And, and it, I can tell you, I mean, you asked why Greg Popovich like doesn't give a shit on yeah, the bench. Yeah. Guarantee you it's the owner telling him, we want to lose this year. Your goal is to lose. Wow, dude. That's coming from the ownership group. Yeah, dude. How right. Mark Cuban, like, he probably, yeah, dude, he is. They're doing well, right? Yep. The Mavs are 
Who, uh, who's number one? Are the Nuggets? Nuggets right are number one in the West, and the Celtics are number one in the East. Celt who's on the Celtics right now? Jason Tatum. Oh, they do have Tatum. Yeah. Jalen yeah, yeah. Brown. They got a squad. They're good. Damn. Dude, the thing that sucks the most out of like not only basketball, but any sports team or any sports like league or anything like that is like when you get traded. Imagine like getting traded every other year, every year, bro. Like, you, like people don't like realize it, bro. Yeah, like Dwight Howard, even Shaq at one he's point. He's in Taiwan like, now. He's not even in the United States. Dwight Howard's in Taiwan. Yeah. Okay, no, so he, he's averaging like fifty points, twenty oh, rebounds. Yeah, <laughs> but like, think yeah. about getting traded every season. Like how? Like you have a family. Like, imagine yeah. you have a family. Imagine you build a life. Right. Like, think about your kids and stuff. Like you're putting them in school, and you got to keep moving. Like that sucks, right? And it's like. If you're an NBA player, everyone thinks it's a glamorous lifestyle. You have all this money. You can go buy like a sick house, like mm -hmm. buy cars. If you're moving every single year, right. you can't buy a house. Probably renting everywhere. Huh? You're renting. And yeah, it's just like it totally screws with, you know, the ideal career of an NBA player. Right. Unless you're like that key player for a team that you know you're going to stay there for a while. But even right. then, you never know because I saw a video. Who was it? Like, was it John Wall or something? I got a phone call that he's getting traded. And it's just like, it's sad, bro. Like the. Yeah. I think he, there was like a news article that came out before he even got the phone call or something. Like, it's sad, right. bro. It was a tweet, huh? It's always Twitter. Man. No. Like, imagine finding out, like, your entire YouTube channel is gone from a tweet. Or like, or, or, or like, oh, you're only allowed to, you know, stream on Twitch now. And it's a tweet. And then, like, two hours later, I get the phone call. And I'm like, I already knew. Like, you're devastated. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about it now. I want it to be in the league, bro. Everyone <laughs> wants to be in the league when they're younger. And right. then it gets to the point where you're like, it's like you don't you try to like push past everything growing up where you're like, no, I could do it. Like there's Muggsy Bogues did it. Like there's these guys right. that are like five, four, five, five that are doing it. Right. But you gotta think about like what's the number? Like no barely anybody gets into the league. And like you were saying, like everyone's trying to play now. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you gotta think about the competition, like you go to these games like yesterday i went i had pretty good seats right so you're pretty up close and you're seeing like the sizes of these people right and then you're yep. thinking about like for me to even be able to like compete with these guys it's just like almost impossible right <laughs> yeah but like mugsy was like the arrows are different too right like that totally different so different and i guarantee you like Muggsy Bogues was probably would never missed in practice. Yeah. Like nastiest handle ever. Like if you went to an open gym, if you went to 24-7 with Muggsy Bogues, he would drop 70 points and never miss. Yeah. Like for, to, for you to be that small and be an NBA player, you have to be like unfathomably good at basketball mm. that people don't even quite realize. Yeah. No, dude, he was like, because of you see like pictures of him going through people's legs and stuff. Yeah. Like literally, not like not the ball, like yeah. him. Like he's like going through the guy's legs and like right. People don't understand, like, sure, it looks cool, but, like, to do something like that in a game, it's hard enough to put the ball through someone's legs at that level. Imagine, like, putting your body through that guy's legs. The whole leg. thing. Right. Yeah. Maybe it gave him an advantage. <laughs> Maybe it's better to be, like, 5'3 than, you know, 5'9. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nate Robbins, also crazy, like, freakish athlete. Like, right. I'm not that. <laughs> Although he got knocked out by Jake Paul. But <laughs> we don't have to talk about that, so. Influencers in sports now, like, is it, like, not only like boxing, boxing's huge, but also like, what's the new thing? Like creator something where now they're like getting creators into like every kind of sport, yeah. right? Yeah. How big is that going to be? Like creators getting to everything. I don't. Right. Logan's in the WWE. I mean, like we have creator basketball leagues are obviously huge. Jake Paul's in the NFL. Jake that's Paul's that's in the never NFL. happening. He's not in the Browns. 
He, he wants to be. He wants to be on the Browns. He wants to be on the Browns. He wants. To, he thinks he can play free safety. I thought he signed a deal. Like it's confirmed. He hasn't been in a game yet. Oh, okay. And look, I've like defended Jake most of this like boxing career because like yeah, I'm rooting for the guy. It's cool, you know. Boxing. He's clearly pretty good too. Yeah. It's like say what you want about the competition level. Like he's knocked dudes out. You Dude. have to be a certain level of athlete to knock anybody out. Yeah, I mean he's literally at first everyone was like, yeah, but dude, he's really like doing his thing. He he's, can do it. Fighting Tommy Fury next month, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> right, coming on like three years now. Like, but the NFL thing is, I, it's he's never gonna be good enough to play in a game. Yeah, whatever this That's like real like picture of here, Chris, put this on the screen. There's a picture of Jake Paul holding a Browns jersey. So what was it? He signed a he signed a honorary deal. Yeah, he can play, but this has to be for for show right now, right? Like maybe they get him in in a preseason game. Yeah, like the NFL is a different beast, right. and also boxing is like. Obviously, a very physical sport, right? You can train it, and it's you versus the opponent. Like, right. there's too much like football IQ, especially to play free safety. <laughs> to play free safety, you have to read the entire field. Yeah. You miss one tackle, it's this 80 yard touchdown the other way. Yeah, like, you, Jake Paul cannot play free safety. In the NFL. Does he have the size is there, right? Are the free safeties usually his kind of size, or aren't they like high wise? Sure. He's what, like 6'2? They say he's like 6'2, right? He's not fast enough. I can promise I don't think you he's that. Fast enough, There's yeah. no chance. Dude, the guys were the people in there are running crazy combine, like yeah. uh 40, what is it, 40 yards? Yeah, they're running like four, three, forties and that's crazy. Like vertical jump and oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's established his name in something that's very like he's he's actually really talented in. But I mean, trying to explain right. it to something that like that, I don't know. So why would he want to? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, just keep doing the boxing thing. I know. Keep knocking guys out and making making bag under your own like boxing promotion company too. Right. right. I don't know why he wants to play football. How far do you think he could get in this boxing world before he hits something that's like really a struggle for him? Well, what's interesting is he hasn't lost yet. Right. What I'm interested to know is if he loses, does no one care anymore? Because right now, the reason we watch, or at least the reason why a lot of people watch is we want to see Jake get knocked out, right? Everyone who hates on Jake Paul just wants to see him hit the ground because the moment he loses once, he's no longer undefeated. It's no longer this like mystique of a boxing career. I think it's also two sides. I think there's the side that hates him and wants to see him die. And then there's a side that's like, holy shit, like I want to see this guy become the greatest boxer of all Which, time. Which honestly, I'm on board for. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, I want to see Jake Paul become yeah. like a legendary boxer. What's interesting though, and to answer your question, if he does lose, right? Because I mean, look, he might lose to Tommy Fury. I mean, you know, Fury seems kind of weak. It seems like he's been dodging Jake this in you know, the last couple of years. But twice already, right? He's all I mean, he comes from an incredible boxing bloodline and he is a boxer. Right. Right. So Jake could very easily lose. If he loses and people still care and Jake still cares enough to keep going, I don't know why he can't be really good. Yeah. Because and this is what Jake will say. People always criticize him, like, oh, why do you keep fighting MMA guys? Why do you keep fighting, you know, wrestlers? Well, for most boxers who have only fought, you know, what is it, six professional bouts, they're usually fighting people you've never heard of on cards you've never heard That's of. True. So if you compare Jake's career to most boxers, he is so far ahead of where they are. Yeah. So, you know, once Jake gets to fight 30 in his career or whatever it is, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he can't. He's 6'2". He's knocking people out. He's clearly a good athlete. He clearly cares. Yeah. I think he can be really good. I don't, dude. I I personally don't think anything he's done is rigged. Like I really don't no. like all the speculations of like, oh, what Nate Robinson dropped his hand, gave him the open. I'm like, no. It's like I really think he's doing his thing. Like even Anderson Silva, like 
sure he won but like look at the way he fights like he's not like some bum in there like he's like holding his own against like guys that have a name like that you know and also it's just disrespectful to the fighters yeah i mean people don't understand like to be a fighter you have to be wired a certain way that like i don't want to lose like you know i'm the baddest like motherfucker here like i'm gonna like knock you out you're not just gonna like take a dive <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. They're not wired that way. Right. I'd take a dive for a million dollars, but they're not. <laughs> but even like, imagine like signing a deal, like, sure, I'll die. And then like, you're in there, like you want to be competitive. Like these guys aren't like wimps that you're fighting on the side of the road. Like they've been fighting their whole life. They're competitive. They don't want to just lose something like that. Right. Did Jake Paul. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Do you think, have you, have you been watching the other influencer fights and what not? A little bit, not a ton. Did you see Salt Poppy? No. You know who Salt Poppy is? No. <laughs> Oh, oh, Salt Bay. Salt Poppy. Oh, no. Who's this guy? Dude, you got to watch Salt Poppy's clips. So he fought on the first KSI card okay. on Misfits back in August. That's where my friend Stuart was fighting to, Evil okay. Hero. So we were out there in London watching this. Oh, nice. Guy knocks him out in 20 seconds, like what, 20 something seconds, right? Okay. Uh, And then, dude, Salt Poppy's the nicest guy. I'm talking to him. Dude, everything's so calculated. He's like, I fainted three times at his body. He dropped his hand all three times and I hit him with the hook. Dude, got knocked down in 20 seconds. This guy's so calculated. Filipino fighter. You never seen him? No, I haven't seen this guy. Oh, you got to watch his fights. And then last, uh, the other day, he fought Josh Bruckner, if you know okay. who that is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocked him out. Can you pull up the 20-second fight? Yeah, pull up the 20-second fight. Let's just watch fight. it. If it's 20 yeah, yeah, yeah. seconds, I want to see this. Uh, look up uh, Andy Worski versus Salt Poppy. So no disrespect to Andy Worski. Like, he was the, he was a cool-ass dude, uh, but, like, he had never fought. He just started fighting. Okay. His coach had to pull out. Something happened, so he came with one of the other fighters to coach him. Okay. Um, my girlfriend and I were walking out uh, to watch it because we were on the back, right? And we're like, we want to see Saul Poppy fight. So as we were walking yeah. out, we hear the announcer, we're introducing Saul Poppy. And right when we get to our seat, oh, the knockout! We're like, what <laughs> the missed it? <laughs> dude, we missed the shit, like, live. And it was right in front of us. <laughs> it's hilarious because the ad's probably longer than the fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, bro, the highlights were just the fight, the whole fight. Right. And just the way he breaks it down to me and like what he did, it's crazy. Chris, you could pull it up on here too while we're watching it. So you talk to him after the fight? Before, after, we're all staying in the same hotel. Okay. So that's him over there. Like you could just like. He's in the black, the yeah. black trunks? Right. Okay. Dude, like broke down his whole fight for me and what he did to this yeah. guy. Outlaw. <laughs> and he's out on the first punch too, which is crazy. Like he's oh. out right there and then he hits him again, bro. <laughs> then he starts doing his little dance. And then his fight against... Can you just pull up a picture of uh, Josh Bruckner standing with Salt Poppy? Is his entire face just blooded? Who? Bruckner. No, dude, this guy's like knocking him out clean. Like, not like... like oh. It's not like a war or anything. Right, like, okay. He's like, so the first round, he's feeling out Josh. Done. It's one punch. It literally... And he said, look at the body sizes, bro. <laughs> dude, let's go. And he's a, he's a fighter, too. And then wow. first round, right? He's like feeling him out. He's feeling him out. In the in between the first and second round, he's sitting with his coach and dad because his dad coaches him. I was talking to him. Okay. He's like, he coaches at home with, he trains at home with his dad. He has like a home gym. Turns out he has 100 amateur fights. Bruckner. Salt Poppy. Oh, really? So, yeah, like no one had announced that before. He's got like shitload of uh I'm fight. sorry, this is the funniest photo I've ever Dude, seen. Right? Go back. <laughs> Chris put it up. Salt Poppy standing next to Josh Bruckner at the weigh-ins. This dude on the right got knocked out in one punch. Dude, so he's feeling about first round, right? In between the first and second round, Salt Poppy talks to his coach. He's like, can I push him now? Dude, this guy's like, the coach is like, yeah, but like, be careful, right? Yeah. Dude, second round, 
boom, knocked out. I'm like, holy shit. Dude, it's this, it's these fucking Filipino Respect. fighters, bro. Who's he fighting next? No one wants to fight him. KS, <laughs> KS, I won't even say his name. Oh, shit, that felt hard, dude. What was it, dude? That photo. Go back to the other one. Is there a, is there a photo of him? Like, <laughs> can you go to Saul Poppy actually knocking him out? You got to go to the end of the video. Dude, it's crazy. Like, KSI won't mention his name either. Wow. Go to the very end and then watch the highlight. The slow-mo highlight's dope. It was that punch. But then watch the highlight. The highlight's crazy. It looks like he barely got him, right? Yeah. But then... Here, no, no. Skip to the end. It'll show the highlight. The... The, the replay. That's what it is. <laughs> Dude, the nicest Amazing. kid, bro. The nicest fucking kid. Amazing. So Dad bods cool. are in. They are, bro. <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to do here? <laughs> and his brother and his dad and whatnot. Here, skip a little more. Oh, shit. It wasn't there. It should have showed it. Go back. Oh, no. This is Go watch the full fight and then skip to the end. Like, there's, like, it's, like, a, there's also levels to this, bro. Like, he wants to come at Jake Paul now. And yeah. I honestly, like, you if you watch his full fights, I think he'll, he might take Jake Paul. It's wild. So you think he's better than KSI? No he doubt. is better than KSI. KSI okay. won't mention his name either. I, I, don't, I don't think KSI uh, wants to fight him. I think KSI wants to just get to Jake Paul, and I think he's afraid that if he fights Saul Poppy, he won't get that opportunity to fight Jake Paul. Because KSI did that thing. He fought twice on one card. Yeah, that was crazy. That was... I mean... That was nuts. So Swarms... Uh, Swarms hadn't trained much for the... Well, let's watch this and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Look, his dad, his brother, <laughs> the whole family. I heard they did a deal with the, oh uh, yeah. Skip it a little Around more. Super Bowl, they're activating. I heard that, yeah. Super cool. Oh, here we go. Just one Ooh. punch, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he's shook. Oh, dude, that like. And he before... Look at his, he like doesn't know what day it is. Dude, he <laughs> starts getting up and then he sits back down. He can't get up. The guy couldn't even stand up. That's crazy. And this guy's a fighter too. Like he's not fighting bums. Look at the wow. body, bro. Let's go. I know. I'm his new biggest fan. <laughs> go watch his like full fight. It's crazy. Like his the way he's like I will calculating everything. It's it's sick. And then yeah. like the my friend's coach uh, who went with us to London to coach him. I don't know if you know Brian Valoria. Uh, I think so. Him, uh, four time world champion. They call him the Hawaiian Punch. Okay. Okay. Crazy knockouts. Like he's the guy's shorter than me. Sure. Fought at like what one fifteen, some crazy weight, and then put this guy in a coma back when he was fighting. Damn. And the crazy thing was, um, he, him, Freddie Roach and uh, Pacquiao were okay. all like okay. training together and whatnot. Okay. So I went to this Thai restaurant the other day with my girlfriend, and 
we're eating. There's all these posters of Manny Pacquiao on the wall signed. Manny Pacquiao on the restaurant. Freddie Roach on the restaurant. Sure. I was like, oh, dope. I wonder if like uh, they know Brian, right? Mm -hmm. So then I look. I'm like, oh, shit. There's a picture of Brian too <laughs> signed, right? So I call Brian. And then he's like, oh, put Tina on the phone. So the lady comes running from the back. Brian, Brian. <laughs> right? And then like, Brian, like, where are we? Like, and he's like, go upstairs. It's Freddie Roach's gym. I was like, holy upstairs shit. Upstairs of the Thai restaurant? Upstairs of the Thai restaurant. So I'm in Whoa. this shopping center. In the shopping center, there's uh, an AA office, alcohol whatever okay but it's yeah. in spanish it says alcoholicos anonymous okay super sketchy sure a liquor store rundown liquor store and this thai restaurant and it's all like the shopping center is not great it's a bad place in hollywood right yeah it doesn't look great and then you look up and there's this whole like boxing looking thing and the windows are like it's like a beat down building the windows have like flags covering the front of it there's no like blinds or anything okay. and i'm like damn like this is where the fighters are made that's crazy. Yeah. It reminds me of, so in Miami on South Beach, uh, Ali's gym is just like off like some street, like through an alleyway, just like an open space. Really? Yeah. Because that's where Logan trained, or at least he did a, like a couple trainings there before he fought Floyd back in, uh, what, 2021? Uh -huh. And yeah, it's literally just this like nonchalant, it's just like an open space the size of, you know, your living room. And uh it, that's like Muhammad Ali's gym. That's crazy. Dude, the place yeah. that they train at, like, it's, like, really, like... <laughs> that's how you know, like, it's real. Like, yeah. boxing, it's all they care about is the fight. Yeah. It doesn't matter where we're training. Just give me a ring and two boxing gloves, and I'm ready to go. I know. And then the thing was, like, even at this Thai restaurant, like, our food was served on paper plates. So, like, everything <laughs> here was, like... Okay. But, like, it was No, it was great food. But I'm saying, yeah. like, I'm, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if, like, this Thai place was made just for the fighters. And like it's like a family yeah. thing just for the fighters, you know? That's cool. Okay. I mean, shit. I mean, it worked. You got fucking yeah. Manny Pacquiao coming out of there, and then so like, when are you knocking someone out? I I I want to. I might. I actually might really? have a fight coming up. If, like <laughs> I've been like I've been messing around with the boxing gloves a little okay. bit. If it happens, it might be in Florida. I gotta go, man. Dude, you gotta come. You gotta come commentate or something. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. I know. I'm on. I'm there. I know, dude. I I'm mean, there. I'd have to fight at like 140 against the supposed opponent they have right now. There's some kid. Okay. Uh, I can't I can't talk about. Okay. Uh, very it was fair. supposed to be originally in February, but it got pushed back because okay. the guy is trying to like design his own ring. I don't know how much I could talk about this. He has like an energy sure. drink, but he wants the ring to be the shape of his energy drink uh, logo. So he has to get that approved by the commission or something, and then it's a weird energy drink. What kind of shape is this energy? <laughs> it's a drink? tiger. It's like a ball. It's literally like a tiger head. That's like an octagon kind of. Oh, the thing. logo for the energy drink. Yeah, he wants. To... Oh, I think no, the no. actual <laughs> energy drink. That was some like. Dude, imagine it's like a long it's like a long platform. <laughs> I have to like run to the guy. It's, it's Start on either end. It's a forty-yard dash. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, dude, I was looking at like weird sports, right? Okay. There's this sport called. Telephone booth boxing. What? Have you, have well, you seen I've seen that? I've seen car seat boxing or wrestling. <laughs> you go first. You go first. Okay. You know the telephone booths in England, right? Sure. Yeah. The old telephone booths that no one uses anymore, but they're right. like everyone wants to take a picture in front of one. Yeah. I mean, if you could pull it up, dude, they're literally in the telephone booth facing away from each other, and then the guy says go. Do they turn around and just start hitting? No space. Just no going for it. First person to fall down, and you can't even fall down. You just kind of like. Crouch down on your back when you're knocked out. Look at this, bro. No way. That Chris dude's pulled huge. Up. Look at this. They just start going at it. Dude, what is this weight class? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these guys? Imagine the heavyweights in a phone booth. I'm surprised the glass never breaks. Like a backhand, like, guy goes for no, like No, there's no elbow. glass. 
Because the guy, the, the guy puts his hand through there to stop the fight and stuff. Oh, so they've hollowed look at the, out. Look at the ref. <laughs> look, 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 you can't even yeah. like get knocked out. You just kind of fall down. <laughs> Have you? So wait, so this is very similar to the car seat stuff. What's the car seat Look stuff? up, I don't know what it's called exactly, but it's like, look up wrestling in a car, or like car seat wrestling. Wrestling in a car? Basically, it's like MMA and the two guys start in the front seat. It's probably this. They start in the front seat. Uh, seatbelts on. Ref goes three, seat two, one. Seatbelt well, What happens is they go three, two, one, go. You take off the seatbelt and you start going at it. And so you're like wrestling. You'll see the video. They start wrestling around Dude, imagine, the seats. Imagine training for this and like you're outside your house and like your neighbor looks outside. Your windshield wipers are going off. Your blinkers are going off. Beep, yeah. beep. And you see two guys just boop. <laughs> so yeah, check this out. And there's strategy to it. Like I saw one guy. He like blocked the dude from unbuckling the seatbelt <laughs> while he did his. Yeah, look at this. What is happening? Also, how do you get into this? What's like the origin story of these people? <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's like full just What's MMA. What's the camera on? Is it on the middle one right now? Yeah. Wait, it's and over? Then, and then they, what happened? They tap out? I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it must be all tap out. This is a real sport then? I, I think so. How did you hear about this? Just like Twitter. Just really? Just like a clip. Yeah. I wonder I wonder how this was started. <laughs> I wonder if like this couple was driving and they just got into it one day. And he's like, right. square up. <laughs> she, she starts squaring up. In Go. the middle, like, you know what? <laughs> the friend was in the back like refereeing the fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What is going on? I've seen chess boxing. What is that? How many different sports are there? How many ways are there to beat someone up? Right? <laughs> chess boxing? What, you like make a move, throw a punch? <laughs> you have to play chess, and then you have to fucking like box right after. Oh, wait. Oh, I feel this like the this. influencer thing, right? There was an influencer thing around this, right? Yeah. So you play chess. And oh, it's in the ring? Yeah, when the round is over, you have to fucking play. <laughs> and then, like, they're so fucked up. Like, it's crazy. Oh, after the fight, you play chess. Yeah. And then, like, you have to, after the round, you have to play chess again. What if you knock someone out in the round? Like, you win. So, only if it also, okay. So, if the so fight goes to decision, then you play chess to, de to determine the you tie? You can either win in boxing or you can win in chess. Hmm. So, you could just be like nasty at chess, yeah. <laughs> horrible at boxing. You just run around the ring <laughs> until you get to the chess game. That's what this chick did, bro. She was like nasty at chess. That's how she I like this. Yeah. That's weird, though. Like, so if you get knocked out, it's over. Yeah. Would you rather get knocked out or just uh, embarrassed chess? in chess? Embarrassed in chess? Yeah, Are you probably. kidding me? Bro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Imagine you spend your whole life training like boxing like crazy right yeah. just for the sport and then you get in there you knock the dude out and then it's time for chess <laughs> and you just don't know what what does what <laughs> you move upon four spaces they eliminate you but you're like this world to class fucking boxer yeah the easy move is you can just copy what the other person doing like every move i wonder if it'll like, work it's called like the southpaw maneuver or whatever it's like you can tie it up for like a really long time just, oh, do exactly what they do? do? exactly what they do, yeah. Aren't they eventually going to kill you and you can't kill them, though? Yeah, but it takes a while. Yeah. So you kill time. 
I mean, if you move, if he even moves a pawn space two, and then you move a pawn space two, can't he just kill you? And then your whole tactic is ruined. <laughs> well, no, because oh, a pawn no, would can't move attack, the same, right? And a pawn can't attack forward. You're right. He can only pawn attack can attack diagonal, diagonal right? That's so. true. Oh. We should play. Pull out the chessboard. Yeah. <laughs> we pull out the chessboard. The first person doesn't know how to play either. You're both fucked. He moves. He moves the horse straight four, and then I move it straight. Four, but we don't realize we're playing incorrectly. Right. He moves like two pieces at a time, and the bishop goes. <laughs> we have the pawns in the back. You don't even set it up, right? <laughs> Um, speaking on weird sports, I also watched something else that was, I mean, it's not weird. Like this, this boxing was weird. Like, yeah. Like, the other one I saw was ping pong soccer. I don't know if you saw that. Is that where they like headbutt the ball across the table? So it's literally ping pong, but you could also, you could kick too. So like okay. the ball will come, you'll like kick it up and you got to try to just, yeah, you could right. head it, you right. could kick it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, but it could only bounce one time, but then you could do whatever you want with the ball. I wonder if they're just out of ideas for sports at this point <laughs> that they're just literally putting two things together. Well, it's also funny, though, because, like, there's all these weird sports that are less weird than that but are raising a ton of money. Like, pickleball. Pickleball, yeah. It's that, huge it's now. getting big now, yeah. Yeah, and, like, they're raising all this money. They have all these leagues. Yeah. So, like, those, if you're, like, an entrepreneur and you want to start a new sports league, yeah. you just choose some weird-ass sport. But also with pickleball, the thing is, I wonder if they took a sport that was too hard for older people to play, which was tennis, and yeah. tried to make it a little bit easier. Because it yeah. is mostly older people playing it, right? Right. It's, but I mean... It's fun, though. No, now it's like all these young people getting into yeah. it. Like, I go, like, every tennis court I go to now has lines for pickleball. Right. I mean... I mean, yeah. This right here is my favorite sport, Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate's Frisbee's huge in college. Cool. I yeah. love, dude, I love Ultimate Frisbee. Tom Brady of Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, Yeah. I, I just, uh, so funny story. I just joined uh, UCLA's club soccer team, right? What? <laughs> I don't go to How UCLA, you allowed to do right? That? I'm not. So I have a student ID. My name's Iman. Okay. <laughs> when I go, it's this kid. He's the coach, but he's not playing. So I, oh, okay. I, if they question me, I'm Iman. Okay. Um, oh, damn, I what are you wanna, studying? I don't want to shit on them. Uh, computer bioengineering. <laughs> Damn, why are you playing soccer? <laughs> Is that even a thing? I just computer made Computer bioengineering? Computer bioengineering. <laughs> Sounds like three different things. I'm making the avatars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like, it's funny because, dude, it sucks. It's co-ed, right? Okay. <laughs> the girls on the other team are like all-stars, bro. Like, I'd pick them over me. Yeah. And then the girls on our team are... We'll cut this part of the interview. <laughs> no, but it sucks. It's like three girls have to be on the, at all times, three guys, and then whoever on goalie, right? Okay. And I only play defense. I'm a beast on defense. Bro. Okay. Sure. So I'm playing defense. You got to think about it. Like the girls on our team, they can't play striker because they're not that great. Okay. And then on defense, dude, it's a whole nother struggle because it's like me guarding everybody else. Right. And the girls on their team are like, boom, like pushing people yeah. out the way kind of thing. And like, okay. dude, we lost 14 to three the first game. 14 to 3 in soccer. That's like that's like basketball How middle school. Like middle school basketball game scores. The game's an hour. <laughs> 14 goals in an 14 hour. 14 goals in an hour. The guy one of the one of the people that we're watching comes up to our striker at the end. He's like, dude, good shit. I heard it was 14-3. He's like, yeah, the other way around. <laughs> but no, I mean it's fun. I love soccer, but I mean. Are there rules? Because in at you know, Northwestern for for co-ed basketball, I am co-ed basketball. It was similar where you had to have, I think it was two girls on the court at all times, but also you weren't allowed to guard the girl 
for more than I think like three seconds. Really? So after like three seconds, you have to like run away, and was you this can't basketball? like. Yeah, this is basketball, and you and you couldn't uh you, like you couldn't obviously like foul the girls, and you had to like let them shoot if they got within five feet. So basically, if you had like a, a nasty girl at basketball on your team, you're solid. You're huh? you, no chance you'd lose. Yeah, and I'm thinking about it like here, like these girls were like heading the ball. I'm like, if you didn't guard them, we're this is like it's over thirty to one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there also is basketball. I wonder if basketball rules are different from soccer because maybe. I mean, I mean, basketball is more physical. Yeah. So I get why they kind of have some of these rules. Well, that's what but... I thought too until I played with these girls on the other team. Honestly. Like, yeah. Where's the cards? And then after our game is when it was just the guys, guys playing guys. Okay. I was like, why didn't we do that? Yeah. <laughs> it was two frats playing each other. Okay. Like two, of the, I don't know, like the two of the top frats. Sure. Alpha Sigma, blah, 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 whatever it was. Yeah, Alpha Apple Pie. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, there was like tension between them, right? Like yeah. these guys get out there. I'm like, damn, you guys are fit for drinking all night long and being out here. I'm talking like, dude, fast as fuck, right? But like, okay. you could tell like the way they're like playing with each other and like bumping and like doing that. I'm like, damn, there's tension between. I didn't know like frats were like, they're like gangs, bro. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> they're white gangs. <laughs> exactly. White, like, yeah. <laughs> That's were you part of a frat? I was. Yeah. Really? I don't know. I was. Like one of those like top, but I don't, I don't even know the difference between frats. I don't know. Like fraternity life at Northwestern was barely a thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, but it was nothing like you see it in the movies or any of these like Southern schools where they have these like mansions and yeah. it was cool. Like, you know what I mean? It was just something to do freshman year. And I actually deactivated, I think my, after my sophomore year, cause I just didn't care anymore. Uh -huh. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was what it was. Did you live in the frat house with them? One year, One sophomore year. year. And it was cool. We had like a legit house. There were, you know, like 20 guys in there and like bunk beds kind of situation no so our frat was nice we all had our own room 20 I had, people in their own room oh yeah like, it sounds like the movies you can if you want to look up our fraternity house you can but just get a photo this guy went from it's not that big a deal to they have their own <laughs> mansion own well it, it was a big deal because a lot of people were involved in it at the school but it wasn't a big deal in that like like you see like alabama or you watch some of these like crazy even ucla and it's like you know, I feel like their whole life is the fraternity and like yeah, 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 yeah. all these events. So yeah, if you search up AEPI Northwestern, AEPI, AEPI, Alpha Epsilon Pi, click that first one. No, that's not it. That's a dorm. The fourth one, fourth one, top row. Yeah, that was our house. That was your house. Yep. I don't know who those people are. <laughs> <laughs> Random picture. <laughs> <laughs> but well, what's funny I, it honestly might be whoever's living there now because a, a lot of the fraternities and sororities got uh, like banned from campus does that happen because when I was going to college too like I was not involved in any kind of social yeah. life or anything in college but like you hear stuff and I heard like all the frats are off campus because yep. supposedly the only things they could do on campus are like study rooms whatnot and right. off, the off campus is where they did all their crazy shit so all the schools were like off campus. Nobody like the deans didn't know where the, the houses were and everything. And it just depends on the school. Like a lot of campuses are dry, so you can't have alcohol on the campus. Okay. But then some, I guess ours was technically like a wet campus. I don't you know. Can have alcohol because we would throw parties in our basement, and our and our house was just like on north part of campus, like across from some dorms. Okay. Yeah. So you just wouldn't get in trouble because was it underground or something? 
I, I think the well, okay, actually, I wasn't involved in like the you know executive team of this. So I don't know. I just showed up to you know have a good time. Yeah. But I think you had to report anytime you were gonna throw a party, you had to tell the IFC, which is like the inner fraternal council, or okay, you know what I mean, like the you know the Karens of the fraternity <laughs> world, basically. <laughs> and then, uh, and you had to like register with them so they knew it was happening because it's a liability thing, okay. and you know. Maybe the campus police were then, you know, notified so that they could keep an eye out. Interesting. I thought it was all like secret that no one knew about kind of deal. I at some schools it is for yeah. sure. At ours it wasn't. I don't know. Interesting. All right, let me go pee real quick. I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> How much you spent on this set? Labor was I didn't pay anything for labor because my girlfriend helped me with design. Uh, my friend Stuart helped me put this stuff up. Yeah. Um, you helped me paint the wall. So that wasn't anything, but then like this stuff was cheap. This was like twenty bucks for two, each of not okay. each, but like for like a set of them at Target. Right. Uh, the paint was whatever Home Depot charged, like thirty bucks. Right. Uh, the camera's probably the most. I mean, true. I guess with all those, it's more than two k. Oh, I mean, each camera is over two k. Right. So. Still though, I mean, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. I was just telling him I gotta once I go full time, I gotta get something like this. Yeah, I mean, especially for what you. That's what I wanted to talk about next, like what the stuff you do. Let's like, do it. Yeah. You said. Cause he Ubered here. I didn't, I was like, damn, he yeah. said he lives without a car in LA, which is like crazy. And then he, he's telling me about his work and like everything you do is like mobile and right. Remote. I don't want to talk too much about your personal that you don't want to talk about, but yeah. no, we can get into it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But... I'm, I'm really interested in like the work you do. Cause I went from literally, we went from high school to like not talking much afterwards. And you see yeah. me on social media, you see me on social media and like, right. I want to know about the sports world. Yeah, let's do it. Well, it's funny because I hit you up when I first started doing this. Did do, you? do you remember this? Because I was, so basically, like, I always knew once I graduated, well, even, okay, we can go back even a little further. So when I went to college, I studied sports journalism, essentially, right? And when I first got there, I was like, okay, my dream's to be on ESPN. That's every kid's dream who right. does this stuff. And so what they tell you when you get to journalism school is you either have to go right or you have to go be on local television in, like, middle of nowhere, Iowa. Okay. Right. And once you're there, you're reporting on local, you know, high school sports and doing maybe some national stories. I don't know. But the scope of the work is just different. And the work itself is different, too. It's not like you just get to go, you know, to some TV station and start giving takes like you're Stephen A. Smith. Right. right, right. You're reporting, yeah. which is a different skill set and something that I pretty quickly realized I wasn't good at. Really? No. Okay. I like giving takes. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. you know, being like creative in this sense. Right. And so... You know, when I thought I'd originally go into local television, I quickly realized through some internships and through some other, you know, work experience, like social media is the move. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't need to tell you that, right? Like right, right, right. this world is where you you know want to be. And so and when I graduated, I took a job in sports social media. So I work for a social media agency. We do, you know, we work with cool different people and brands in, in sports, helping them with social. And then I knew on the side, once I got situated in LA, I was like, all right, I'm just going to start posting. I was like, if it takes me, you know, a year, two years, five years, whatever. I just know this is what works. Yeah. Eventually it's going to pop. Right. And so I saw you were crushing it because, I mean, you've obviously exploded over the last like couple of years. Yeah, dude. It's been like, what, two years now? Yeah. It's Which is crazy. awesome and like so happy for you. Thank you, bro. Thank and you. so, and specifically with TikToks and shorts, because also, you know, from like a value prop standpoint, I knew long form as like, you know, um, great as it can be for like AdSense and growing a following and all this stuff on like YouTube, I just didn't have time for it. Yeah. And it takes me so long to edit a long form video. 
that I was like, okay, if I'm only going to be doing this, you know, 10, 20 hours a week, what's the like, what's the quickest way I can like reach an audience? Because that's what I want, right? It's like everyone wants to be able to like talk to an audience, you know, build a following, like be able to talk sports with people. Yeah. And obviously I saw that was TikTok and shorts. Absolutely. And so I hit you up and I was like, like, do you have any advice? And you told me you got to post four to eight times a day. That's that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. And I was like, four to eight times a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Like, I'm going to have to start talking about car wrestling. (laughs) Like four to eight times a day. (laughs) Want a seatbelt unbuckled <laughs> by Kerry Johnson and knockout. <laughs> but I was like, but look, like I'll try. So I remember starting about a year ago, I think it was like March, 2022. I started posting four TikToks a day. Did you start? So you did it. I did it. Nice. And started slow. And, but then within like a month and a half, it started picking up and it went from like, okay, every video is getting a hundred views to like, now everybody's getting a thousand, everybody's getting 5,000. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, now I just got my first million. And right. like all of a sudden now, you know, I've like definitely garnered a pretty fun audience that I'm able to interact with every day. Yeah. But yeah. So I hit you up first. You told me what to do. You gave me the roadmap and wow. it worked. So what's like the craziest uh, story or experience you had in the social media stuff. Wow. That's a good, uh, I'm trying to think. I could tell you mine until you think about yours. <laughs> like doing my own content or just anything, like anything, anything like you're like, oh damn. Well, Shaq posted me on his story the Did other he? day. Yeah. Shaq shared one of my Instagram reels to his story. Oh, that was pretty cool. Holy shit. Yeah. He's got like 27 million yeah. followers. Yeah. So that was cool. Holy shit. No, that's huge. Yeah. And honestly, just like, it's not like super crazy, but just making money off doing this. That's like been a dream of mine for so long. Just to get like, remember when I was first invited to the partner program and got my first check and brands started hitting me up. Like I've worked with some cool brands and all my business has been inbound so far, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Probably because I just don't have time to like reach out to brands. That's something I want to do eventually. But, you know, I've been lucky enough that brands have hit me up and I mean, it's a dream, man. So amazing. But I want to hear yours. I'm sure yours is crazy. No, dude, that was crazy. You got Shaq reposting you. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, no, mine was crazy, too. I told this, I think, last time on the podcast, too. I think the craziest thing, it's also related to the sports world. The craziest okay. thing that happened to me was, remember the time Antonio Brown walked off the field? Yeah. And just quit on the game? Ripped his shirt off, just started running around. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So ev- everything was about Antonio Brown, right? Yeah. Every news source, everything I was looking at on Instagram was him. And I don't even follow sports like that, but everything I was seeing was him. Right. I went to YouTube. All the top videos were just Antonio Brown, right? Yep. Except <laughs> my video, this is when shorts and long form videos were all together on trending. So it okay. didn't matter whether you had a long form or a short. It, okay. The trending page would just be a mix of them. I was trending number one Dude. that day. And Whoa. videos two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten were Antonio Brown. And then there I am at number one. <laughs> that is so cool. Dude, number one on trending. Number one on trending in all of YouTube. And how how did I find out? I don't go to the trending page. Yeah. My friend Robert was the face of the, the video. The thumbnail was my friend Robert, right? Okay. And he had like his big friends reaching out, like his is like uh so friends that are doing really well on social media reaching out to him like dude you're number one you're number one yeah like, dude i really don't think i'm he went and looked and it was my video and then he sent it to me i was like holy shit bro we're number one and that's like, wild the video wasn't at like 50 60 million like i mean i posted like a day before and it was like three million which okay. was really good yeah but like to see that and then to see antonio Brown everywhere <laughs> below me i was like dude this is like an accomplishment right like Damn. i thought that was cooler than getting the gold plaque <laughs> oh yeah are you kidding <laughs> 
Yeah, that's my story. Has everyone who's gotten a, I assume so. Well, actually, I don't know. How many people have gotten a gold plaque haven't been number one on trending? I don't know anyone who's been number one on trending. You know trending. what I mean? Like, it might be rarer to be number one on trending. I could be totally off about no, this. No, I think you're true. I think you're right, bro. Right. I've only done it one time and I don't have any other friends that have been, I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but no, nobody's told me that they've been number one on number trending. Number one on trending? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I know. That's, talk is, about bucket list. That's it. That's, Talk yeah. About <laughs> you were the biggest thing on YouTube for one day. <laughs> I think it was like a day and a half, two days maybe. All right, my bad. <laughs> Damn, my bad. No, it's one thing being it, but it's another thing being it when there's such a big controversial right. thing going on in such a big industry that everyone's talking about that. Right. Like if I know about selling in the sports world, it's probably pretty big. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. That's crazy. Yeah. Super cool. I know. Thank you, bro. Mm. Mm. You want to do some trivia? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. What are we looking at on time, Armand? Uh, nice. Perfect. Yeah, we'll do some trivia. Let's do it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I might get exposed here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I had this website pulled up. This is your whole world, huh? This is it like, is. Where's this? Are we doing NBA trivia only? No, I just searched like... Oh, just sports trivia? Sports. Is that better? Like, what's your what's your realm of things? So, like... NBA is really my shtick. Like, okay. you know, I'm an NBA guy first and foremost, but, you know, I can talk golf. I can obviously NFL, talk some baseball. Okay. Let me, I don't know about, you know, chess boxing, but. <laughs> Let me, you want to do NBA trivia? Let's do NBA trivia. Sure. Actually, can we do some UCLA IM soccer trivia? <laughs> Who is the number one defender center back of the UCLA club soccer team? <laughs> Who gave up a record 13 goals in one game? <laughs> I did give up. I didn't realize that was my fault. That was like the worst way to put it. I literally told you I'm on defense and we lost 13 to 2. Blame the goalie. 14 to 3, actually. The goalie looks at me afterwards, bro, bummed. He's like, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> That's how you know it's bad. All right, let's do um, NBA trivia. Okay. NBA trivia. Let's do some NBA trivia. Okay, okay. I lost the good website. Oh, here it is. Here it is. All right. This one's a current question, right? Okay. Can you tell me who the current NBA MVP is? Like the reigning MVP? Current. For this season or last year? Oh, is it different? I mean, no one's been named MVP for okay, this season. Okay, last year then. Nicole Jokic. Nice. One for one. Ding, ding, Let's ding. Let's go. Let's go. We can get a little harder than that. All right, all right. Who holds the record for the most NBA championships? Player or team? Player. Uh... Bill Russell. Oh, two for two. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, okay. Let me scroll down and get a little harder yeah, on these. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Who is the all-time leader in free throws made in the NBA? Oh, that's a good question. All-time leader in free throws made? If you, if you need a hint. I'm going to say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, I'll give you a hint. Mm. His name will... This person will always forever... Be known as something in the NBA, even if you don't know his name. It's not Steph. Mm -mm. Be known as something, even if you don't his know his name. His silhouette will forever be known. Oh, it's Jerry West. Jerry West. Most free throws ever. Most free throws wow. ever made. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It's a good one. Um, this one. Who is all-time leader in steals? John Stockton. No, I didn't know this one either. It's not Stockton. my favorite player. My favorite player of all time. Deals ever. Uh, My favorite player of all time when I became a bandwagon 
uh, when this Chris team... Paul. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You know how I know that? Remember when you and Josh Hong would play tennis? And you would do Lob City. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I remember anything. Everything was a Chris Paul reference for me, yep, bro. Yep. When him, DeAndre, oh my God, Blake Griffin, bro. That was a team. And they still couldn't get past the second round of the playoffs. Tough. Tough. <laughs> okay, let me go to like team stuff. I saw this one I wanted to ask. Um, all right. Can you name the top 10 all time leaders in three pointers made? All 10 players? 10. Yep. Okay. Uh, let me pull up the stats right here. You could start. Sure. Okay. So Steph Curry. Steph Curry is number one. Yep. Yes. Uh, Ray Allen. Ray, dang. Okay. He's, He's got one and two. two. Yeah. I think James Harden's three. Wow. Right. Okay. Uh, four. I'm going to say it is Vince Carter's on the list somewhere. Vince Carter is, is on the list at number six. Okay. He's number six. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller's number four. He's number four. Okay. So five, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. Uh, more recent player at number five. Clay Thompson. No, Clay Thompson's not on, not on the list. Okay. More recent player at number five. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, Last time I remember, he was on the Hawks. Oh, I think he was on the Hawks. Probably, probably on the Hawks. Oh, Kyle Korver. Okay, right. So you have it pulled up too. You know this stuff. Dang, Armand. Okay, (laughs) switch positions. Yeah, get get you in this. (laughs) Korver's number five. Um. So then, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. We got uh seven's tough, dude. I did not know seven. Jason Kidd? No. It is a Jason though. It is a Jason? It's a Jason, but it's not Jason Kidd. Uh Jason Richardson? No. No. Jason Capono? Who's Jason Capono? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> he is not. That's a good one though. That's a good guess. Um Nash isn't on the list. No. Damn. Jason, who am I forgetting? This is crazy to me. These last four are really Terry? crazy. Jason Terry. Okay, okay. That was bad. I should have known that. <laughs> Dirk? Dirk is not on the list. No. It's going to be like high volume, guys. So. 8, 9, 10 is weird. Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, Let's guess. One of them's an all-star. Two of them are all-stars. All three might be, but one of them's a top six man. Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard's number eight. Okay. Okay. Lillard's number eight. So, not, wait, nine and ten are left? There's nine and ten left. One of them is like a sixth man of the year. Uh, Jamal person. Crawford? Jamal Crawford, yeah. Okay. Lou Williams? No. No? Who's ten? I did not know this person would be ranked above Clay Thompson. He probably just played for longer. Mm-mm. Current player. Current player. All-star. All-star right now? Chris Paul? Uh-uh. No. Like, all-star. Okay. Oh, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's LeBron's time number 10, in, okay. bro. That's there you crazy. Go. I guess it makes sense. He's just been in the league for so long. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite LeBron line? LeBron lie? So funny. What's the LeBron lie? LeBron has 
He d- so he, yeah. He lies he's a like lot? a pathological liar. What has he lied about? He's the owner of Liverpool. And then he's talking to a Liverpool player and he doesn't know. Or like, you know, he'll like, he was in a documentary about Kobe's 81. And he goes like, I just had a feeling that morning. Kobe was going off. Are you serious? <laughs> like that? I, I saw the one of him with like talking about the soccer players and mispronouncing their names. Yeah. Like he's like, who's your favorite player? He's like, Bop is pretty good or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's he a, a lot of good lines. She's like known to so lie. Funny. Yeah. All right. I, I knew, knew the Right, like I just knew they were gonna blow up. <laughs> well, like him with lyrics is oh, the yeah, funniest yeah, thing. What what lyrics? he just doesn't know the lyrics to songs. Really? Is so that he'll thing like too? so he'll like be on his Instagram, like rapping along to a song <laughs> and just yeah, like da da do like <laughs> really. What's she gonna do? <laughs> Why have I not seen any of this stuff? <laughs> so he, funny. Like, lip-syncs it, like, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Have a do, oh, do, you do, do you talk about soccer too or no you stay out of soccer i'm not really a soccer guy which never have been yeah yeah i'm sure you heard the big news about like ronaldo like getting his crazy contract deal of what like 200 500 million yep half a billion dollars to play and then Saudi messi's Arabia. coming to the united states right messi's coming here isn't miami. yeah he's miami? playing in the uh, mls really I, I think so right dude they're gonna that's crazy but the th- did you hear about messi's situation in uh the world cup no. Where they're turning his hotel room into a museum and leaving it the way it was when he left. No one cares. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, imagine like, imagine like him taking a shit and forgetting to flush and they just <laughs> leave, it, leave it for generations to come. I know. <laughs> like, can like you guys the bed the night place? before. It's like, like still no, there. Exactly. Can you guys Febreze this place? It's like, like Messi didn't Febreze it when yeah. he left. <laughs> People are going to go to that? Yeah, like, I don't know, like, Imagine just be like, just one room is a as a museum in this whole hotel. Good for the hotel, I guess. They'll make bank off this yeah. room. It just also exposes him. I wonder if they had to get his permission. Like, oh, it must some, have. Imagine he's like some messy dude who like yeah. has like some weird messy peanut butter fetish mess. where he has to like rub it on his nipples and slide on the bed or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Open the TV and it's just. <laughs> he's actually just watching messy highlights. <laughs> What'd be worse if he was his own highlights or if it was just porn on there? You know what would be worse if there's porn up there and the Bible drawer is open and it's gone? <laughs> Damn. That's funny. I mean, do you want to do one more trivia question? Yeah, give me like one more. I need to end on a one I actually get. Okay. Hardest. I should have gone the Chris Paul one. I Chris Paul just passed Stockton for steals. I thought you said he just passed. Well, he died. Oh, no. <laughs> Did he just pass Stockton? I think so. Oh, so it's like a recent thing. Yep. In like a couple weeks. He's very close. Let's see. Let's yeah, see. Like one thing Jabbar had that's like, man, that's crazy. This one's really difficult. All right, let's so go. It's so specific for no reason. Let's go. How old was Steve Nash when he won MVP? I feel like I can get this. Okay, so he was drafted in 96 um, out of Santa Clara University. Wow. That's a trivia question right there. Which would, And I think he was there for... I'm going to say he was there for three years, which would have made him 21 when he entered the league in 1996. And he won MVP in... Yeah, well, he won twice. Which year are we talking about? Uh, dude, if you, if, if you get one of these ages correct, I'll be like, damn. Right, so 
I'm gonna say he was. He was. Oh, he was 32 years old. Oh, say the other one you were gonna say. 31. Yeah. No. Oh my god. Damn it. You broke it down. You. Didn't, I thought you were just gonna throw out a guess. 31. Okay. You broke it down from when he got out of his mom's womb. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. Say you gotta do it. Oh yeah, my goodness. Is bad. <laughs> right? He wow. got a C minus in math in third grade. And that's when he decided to play basketball. <laughs> wow. Oh, I should have gotten that. So he won two years in a row? He won two years in a row. Oh, so you might have gotten it. Maybe. What was this? Was that the first year or the what? second year? I don't it didn't say what years did Steve Steve Nash, right? Yeah. Win MVP. Dude, if you got one of them. It's either 30 or 32. How many times Nash won two straight MVPs in the dude? It literally. Oh, it was twenty nine and thirty one. How's that? He just grained a random year halfway through. He just I missed guess. thirty. All right, <laughs> damn. All right, so how's the year off? We'll take it. That was pretty good. Dude, I did not. I think I thought you were gonna guess like twenty four or something. No, no, we're on it. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Did he play? He was. Did he move around a lot, or was he on the Suns the whole time? Oh no. Well, he was on the Lakers at the he end was of his on the career. Lakers, right. He was actually on the Mavs earlier in his career. Oh, really? He was, yeah. And, uh, yeah, ended up with the Suns. That was his best team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, interesting. Last thing I wanted to cover before we end this. Sure. I, I went all over the place, but I really wanted to talk about NBA players' dads getting involved in anything they have going on. Because I okay. saw the interview with LeVar Ball the other day, which you probably yep. saw. Yep. Where they were like, if you could have the chance to bring LiAngelo up to the Hornets have Lonzo get traded to the Hornets and have all your sons play together. But all you have to do is say, Michael Jordan will beat you in a one-on-one. -on -one. It's like, would you do it? And then he like, he's like, yes, they aren't playing together. <laughs> but dude, so amazing. So I was like, what part did LeVar have in them getting the success they got? And like, obviously they're great players. Like LaMelo and Lonzo are amazing. Like, yeah. all around players in the league but like yeah to get to that point to get that point in their brand which because their brand's huge like how yeah. much of a part did lavar have and also on the other end because we have guys like Ju uh julian newman whose dad right. played a big role in everything but he's not he doesn't have the success they have right his brand's kind of falling off i was just like wondering where the whole thing is with dads in the league i mean julian newman's also five four right i know it's like he never had a chance so i mean let's call it as it is lavar ball was like an nfl player Right. You know what I mean? See, so, like, I think he was on a practice squad for the Jets or maybe got a training camp invite. So, first of all, like, he gave them the gift of incredible genetics. True. So, that plays a role, especially if we're going to compare them to, like, a Julian Newman. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't see why you, 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 there's no way you can say that he didn't play a huge role, right? He probably, you know, introduced them to basketball, gave them the confidence, the branding. Say what you want about him going on ESPN and saying all this crazy stuff, but it clearly helped the brand. Mm -hmm. So I think he did a ton, but I also do think there's a fine line because also you have stories like Robert Griffin III. So when RG3 was the quarterback of the Redskins back in, I guess that was like 2012 to 2016, something like that. I mean, towards the end of RG3's tenure in Washington, his dad started getting more involved, and he'd, like, be in the locker room after games. Oh, with, like, that involved? for like these Yeah, and it was just like, what are you doing here, man? Like, yeah. let your son breathe a little bit. And I think that's what LeVar's done a great job of. It's like, you never really hear about him anymore. Right. When was the last time he, went, he went on ESPN? Or when was the last time, like... The only, only reason I'm bringing this up is because that was the last time I heard about him was his recent incident. Other than that, exactly. it hasn't been anything. So, like, he kind of just set his sons up, like, gave them this huge brand, made them a bunch of money, and it's like, hey, look, you guys don't go do your thing in the league now. 
And I think that's like the mark of a perfect dad. Yeah. So, I mean, I, do you think Leangelo will ever make the leap? <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> it's just tough. Yeah. He's like a. Well, that, but he did do the robbery incident. Because, like, I, I mean, he's been like he played in summer league. I watched him in summer league two years ago, and he played really well. Did he? Like, he's not bad. The problem is that he's a slow shooter who's like six foot five, and and he plays power forward. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's true. What What does he do in the league? And it's not like he's Kyle Korver from three. Absolutely. He's pretty good. Yeah. Like, he can shoot. Yeah. But like. If he's you're gonna... either on or not from what I've seen. And a lot of his movement, he doesn't have much movement with the ball. Off the ball, he's not moving too much. Can't like, guard anybody. Yeah. Right? Like, also, I mean, if you're an NBA team, I don't know. Is it just is it worth bringing him on over someone else who's equally as talented but doesn't have the name ball? Like That's true. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's still somewhat of a distraction. You could argue it'll help him sell more tickets. Right. You know what? I think he'll make, I think he'll get a cup of tea. I think he'll sign a 10 day at some point. You think so? Yeah. The Hornets are so bad this year too. Do you think he'll, do you think they'll ever end up playing together? I mean, if Lamella's still there, then yeah. Mason. I don't know if they ever played on the same NBA team. How many brothers are there? Two, no? There are, so the Antetokounmpo's, two of those brothers have played together. I think there are four Antetokounmpo's, three Plumleys, there's Thanasis. So there's, there's like there's Costas Antetokounmpo. How many are there? I think four. I They're for... all playing on the same team. No, no, no. Oh. Only two of them. So I believe it's Costas. Man, I someone needs to fact check this. But obviously Giannis is on the Bucks, and then I think it's no, no. You know what? It's Thanasis is on the Bucks, and then Costas was on the Lakers for a while. Yep. And then the Plumleys. Two of the three Plumley brothers are in the NBA. Mason Plumley and actually Miles Plumley is not no longer in the league. He used to be. And then there's Marshall Plumley, who was actually the highest rated recruit of all three. What happened to him? Played at Duke and just wasn't that good. Oh, really? So, yeah. So he was the highest he... rated, but he didn't make the league? I at believe all? so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where's he now? Okay. That's pretty cool, though. So, who's the. There's a brother. There's two brothers. That played on the same team. I forgot their name. Everything they did was the same. Like they supposedly had the same tattoos. Have oh yeah, you're talking about Marcus and Markeith Morris. Is that Markeith Morris? They're yeah, identical yeah, exactly. twins. Identical twins, and everything they do is literally the same. Yeah, it's crazy. They live together, right? I think so. Everything's the same that they do, which is crazy. Yeah. Right? Do they still play together? No. Uh, Marcus is on the. They're actually both here in LA, though I believe. Markeith is on the Lakers, and Marcus is on the Clippers. Really? I didn't see him at the Clippers game. Is he just He's probably hurt? <laughs> <laughs> there are actually a lot of brothers in the league, though. I mean, the Holiday. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Gasols obviously were. They're no longer in the NBA. You got like the Holiday brothers. Yeah. Drew, Justin, and Aaron. They can ball. Um, you got the Jones brothers, Tyus and Trey. They're I want to see the Ball Brothers all together, bro. That'd be so fun. I want to see that, dude. I was I was at the Clippers game yesterday, dude. Kawhi's hands. Have you seen that? Massive, dude. The ball was like this when he's <laughs> shooting free ball. throws. It's I know that for that hoop right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, bro. Yeah. I'm talking like, dude, like double this, double this finger, and it's like Kawhi's finger. Call him the claw. Is that what they? Oh, they do call him right. the claw. You're right. That's why? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Is that you? Got anything else you want to talk about or? No nah, man, thanks for having me on. This has been awesome. Dude, it's been thank a lot you of fun. for coming. I know. I was I was saying like this is literally your job. You talk, and I love it. It's like the conversation just flows. This is what we do. I appreciate you coming, and thank you guys for watching another episode of the No Script Podcast. 
you guys enjoyed, make sure you go check out Andrew. I'll have him linked down below. Go check him out. Hey, Finny, what is it? What do you go by? No, Finny. Just call me Fenny. No, what do you go on social media? Drew Fenny on Drew Instagram Fenny. and TikTok. Got just Andrew Fennishell on YouTube. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the deal. Go check him out. I'll see you guys on. I'll see you guys next week for another episode of the No Script Podcast. Thanks for watching. Peace.